Peace and blessings, guys. What's going on? It's your man, SG1, and I'm back. And I know you guys been like, SG, where have you been? What's been going on with the podcast? We've been waiting on it. And I got to be honest with you guys. I have been so caught up and tied up in so many different business ventures and deals. Because even, well, obviously, as I teach you how to become music millionaires and talk about the music industry and all the things that's going on, I also have a business that I run. And so my business have been taking a large portion of my time. But I want to apologize, guys, because it's too easy for me just to do podcasts. Now with tools that Anchor provides, I'm able to do a podcast on the road. Um, but that's not what I'm here for today. Today we want to do something and I want to delve into contracts. I've been getting a ton of emails from you guys dealing with contracts and your lack of understanding or your skepticism. Um, a lot of you have communicated with me your doubts frustrations and things like that uh, as you have been receiving contracts whether it been for distribution deals or um, you name it you know or production deals you guys been wanting clarity so today we're going to delve into another situation where I received a contract from somebody and they were a little skeptical because this was a contract that was sent to them unsolicited. They didn't ask for it. It was just they sent an email and it obviously it was tempting for them, but they were not clear on basically why it came to them and or if it was a good contract for them. So I'm going to outline some things in this particular contract that hopefully you guys will be able to pinpoint some factors or maybe you see some things in this contract that doesn't sound right to you. And if it does, uh, depending on where you're listening or watching this particular um, podcast or this video, you know, leave your comments um, in the section wherever you can, whether it may be in the, the blog post or wherever you find this podcast. Now, before I get started, I got to let you um, But let's, let's get into it right now. I am not acting as an attorney. Everything that I give you is my personal opinion and my advice. I could be wrong. I could be looking at this the wrong way. However, please do not denote this as legal advice because it is not. It is just my understanding and my professionalism of being in the business for over 30 plus years in the music industry and seeing countless contracts and being able to read and distinguish between a good contract and a bad contract and if it's beneficial to you or not. So with that said, let's delve right in. What we're going to do is we're going to blur the company that actually sent this contract over to this particular person. We're not going to identify that particular company uh, or its associates, but we will identify Universal Music Group because that is the key and the core behind this contract and what also makes this contract seem so tempting. And the reason why I say that is because when you see certain names like Universal Music Group and or Warner uh, Records or Aftermath or you know Interscope and you see those names tied into a contract or affiliated in some way fashion or form it instantly makes you think and makes you feel like I'm going to be affiliated with this particular company as a whole now where that may or may not be true be based on the language of this particular agreement and it also becomes very attractive now before I even read this particular contract Contract and go through the whole measures of it and I'm going to shorten the whole reading of the contract and get the key points I will say to you do not allow at no point in time the names of a major label or company to deter you from being able to read through the fine print and making sure that it is a great opportunity for you please look past the major names don't just look at the names look at what is being offered to you and if it makes sense to you now with that being said I'm going to delve right into this contract 
So basically it says this is an agreement, it goes into the recital uh, and the, the first thing that you want to look at in the recital is this is a collaboration agreement with the uh, unknown record label and you, the artist, okay? And the number one thing that he identified in his email was that he didn't consider himself an artist, he's actually a production uh, company and or a producer. So that was the first thing that red flagged him and it should honestly because you're not an artist then a lot of this stuff does not apply to you what I'm going to be reading. So it says that basically collaboration agreement between this particular company and said artist and music distribution via the major label and it says one the label will distribute artists singles EPs albums soundtracks etc for life. Now that is a key statement right there first and foremost if you are not an artist okay if you're only a producer and this is not a production deal this is not applicable to you or applicable to you if you are not looking to release instrumentals or instrumentation okay there's no reason to have a distribution deal if you don't plan on having an artist on your music or your your particular track that you will be personally publishing or distributing okay so that's the first thing I want you to identify the benefit behind it I would say because I'm gonna give you pros and cons is that this agreement says that it will distribute your singles okay plural EPs plural albums plural soundtrack singular etc for life that means everything that you put out will be distributed by this particular company and they're saying universal music group will be the distributing company for life great thing all right that would be great if you were an artist again producer completely different number two we'll pay two thousand dollars for unlimited album releases via this company and their distribution deal with another unmentioned company two thousand dollars guys let me say this to you and, and let's not even do that. Let's not even go there yet. Let's continue to read before I give you that. However, $2,000 is a lot of money. And if you pay $2,000 just for distribution, and I'm pretty sure distribution will consist of only digital distribution, uh, unless it outlined here that they will be actually pressing and printing CDs or albums or vinyl or something like that. $2,000 is a lot of money to be getting a distribution deal, especially if there's no marketing involved. So let's go here. It says that payment to be made Basically, it says information will be entered upon artists selecting payment terms, which consist of pay in full, payment plan, or investor. Unmentioned company will provide press releases showcasing the artists. Once per quarter, artists will be allowed to see the download, sales, streams, documents for their songs to determine if monies are owed from such and their affiliates. And that they set a $500 threshold on the songs, meaning that once the song has earned and at least $500, then they will distribute that money to you. Now, we're going to skip past a lot of this stuff here, but we're going to go to the key parts and I'm going to find it real quick. But it says, keep in mind your royalties are also earned and paid to you via your membership with BMI and ASCAP, etc., etc. That's basic terminology. If you haven't signed up, etc., etc. So, artist retains 100% of the download sales and streams revenue after gets their cut of 30%, which covers the distribution to over 2,000 worldwide digital outlets, a 70-30 split versus the industry standard 66-34. Uh, artist agrees to release the music once sent to blah, blah, blah. 
this does not however mean the artist cannot release the song on their own to other places artists is 100% free to do what they want with their song this is just another avenue to promote their song so-and-so company does not own the artist's image name merch or anything else pertaining to the artist so-and-so company only has the right to use artist's image to market and promote the artist's song blank company has permission from the artist to promote artist's music the artist owns the masters if artist is using any samples or unauthorized music, the artist must provide the license for that song. And it just goes on and on. However, what I will say just initially from what I've read in this particular, because it's only a three-page agreement, is basically this is just simply a distribution deal. However, however... The key behind a distribution deal or distribution deal is, here's something very pivotal to this particular agreement, which is this particular company says they will send the album slash songs to release the day all, to release the day all info is received and reviewed for final preparation with This takes 30 days from the date of submission to in the event that artist popularity increases substantially due to growth, music goes viral, etc., this particular company will assist in getting you booked, live performances, appearances, hosting, club appearances for the best possible rate, as well as shopping you to renowned booking agents. Should the label provide a booking agent, the artist will take 50% and the label will take 50% of all booking monies for the length of the contract with the booking agent. This is optional for artists. All sales are final. If a disagreement should arise, artists in this particular company will split the cost of mediation and or arbitration to be held in the jurisdiction based in California. So, I found that part to be very interesting because, again, this is a distribution deal. However, what they're saying is that if you go viral, and doesn't say how or why you might go viral, maybe from their promotion or something that they plan on doing, which, again isn't very clear when it comes to this particular contract and what I what I basically see in this contract is it's basically you paying them to get your music distributed and utilizing Universal Music Group as the distributing factor the the pros and cons to this becomes real simple um, if this is actually a legitimate contract and you having Universal Music Group distribute you um, to all their outlets, of course, that is beneficial, right, to be able to have that particular company name backed with your distribution. However, if this company is not doing anything for you, if they're not marketing and promoting you, if they are not obligated, because they're not obligated in this particular situation, when you're reading contracts like this, what I did not see in this was an obligation to market or promote you, which means that you're spending money hoping that this company will market or promote you, but the verbiage simply states that they that you basically own your image and images and your artwork or whatever you own or that you provide to them if they decide to promote you. There is no said agreement, or excuse me, there is no um, for sure statement in this that says they will be marketing and promoting you. Um, so therefore, what it boils down to is that you are paying for someone to distribute your music on your behalf 
they're basing this agreement on the fact that it says Universal Music Group on it, which can basically makes this enticing to a person. And if you've never been signed with a major label for distribution, then of course that will be the determining factor for you. But however, what I'll say to you is this twofold. This company seems to legitimately have the right to say that they are utilizing uh, two different, well, it, it seems like this is basically a third party distribution agree, agreement or deal, meaning that this particular company has an agreement with another company who actually has the distribution rights um, given to them by Universal Music Group to use their distribution. And so what it seems and, and comes off as if that there is three different companies that's going to get paid within the realm of your music that you're paying for. The first payment is that $2,000 that you're giving them for the life of all your music, okay? Um, and that was very, you know, very clear. The other part of it is that it says that Universal Music Group will take 30% off top for their basic services, I'm assuming. So at this point in time, what I would say, just, just given this light we're getting in and not really delving in too much of this particular situation, is that if you don't feel that you can distribute your own music through all the resources that I've always provided you. And I'll provide you resources in the link in below. I'll actually send you to a company. Matter of fact, I'll do one better for you because everyone knows about DistroKid. Yes, DistroKid is a great digital dis distribution outlet. However, TuneCore can do everything that they're saying that he's offering you now. If you want to spend $2,000, spend your money with TuneCore. Go in the link below. Uh, you'll get 20% off of your initial purchase for anything that you want to do with TuneCore, but it's the same thing. And that's the thing, guys. You know, again, a lot of us want to be signed and want to feel like by saying I have a distribution deal with these particular companies that it's going to enhance something about your product when it's not. At the end of the day, your job will still be, if you use Universal Music or any other major distributors' uh, resources, you're still going to have to market and promote it because unless that contract stipulates that they're going to market and promote you and that they want to be recouped from it, there is no other real benefit behind it. Now, again, it's up to you on what you want to do. You want to spend the $2,000 and have someone distribute your music for you and all they're obligated to honestly do is distribute your music with the wording that if they choose to market and promote you, which boils down to a basic, basic comes out to being, well, if you become popular or if you've self-promoted yourself and become popular and then we want to piggyback your promotion, we um, then will utilize the fact that we helped you in some way, fashion, or form to then acquire a booking agency or shows or things of that nature, which now we want 50% of. And, and that's the thing, guys. You really have to weigh whether it's beneficial to you. Now, again, I can't tell you which way to go in this, but just based on the, the common verbiage of what this has, says to me, it is not really as beneficial for you and it's something that you can honestly do for yourself if all this is actually going to be is a distribution deal. You at now, you know I mean, listen, 2,000 distribution outlets mean absolutely nothing if it's not vinyl or pressed or CDs. And if none of that was said in this, that there was going to be pressed music at all, I think all of this becomes digitally uh, sent out. And, and in all honesty, um, how do you market and promote to 2,000 different digital outlets? And if you're, if you're part of two different thousand or 2,000 different digital outlets or uh, marketing outlets, excuse me, marketing out, uh, platforms, you know, I'm pretty sure you're going to be jumbled up with the other 
artists and producers and music and, and records, wherever that platform is. And if you're not promoting it, it's not beneficial to you. However, again, if you don't feel like you're capable of distributing or finding a company um, that can distribute your music, then this may work for you. It may be a good look. It may look good on your credits or credentials to say, hey, you know, um, Universal Music Group is distributing my music. But there also may be a breach within that statement because you don't have a deal with Universal Music Group. You have a deal with a subsidiary of a subsidiary. And that's what this really boils down to. So, guys, really pay attention to contracts and really read. Make sure that you understand what is actually going on before you spend your money. And in this situation, I'm going to advise against it. I wouldn't do it myself personally. Just many different factors. And that's the, that's without me even reading into or researching the company itself. Now, my question to you guys in the poll above in the iCard is what would you do? Would you sign this contract just based on what I've given you so far? Or would you say, no, it's not worth it? Again, if someone sends you an unsolicited contract, you never contact or reached, reached out to them. They send it to you and they're requiring you to give them $2,000 for a deal of a deal that they have with a company who has a deal with another major. Does that seem shady to you? Would you sign it? I'm looking forward to seeing your answer and um, looking really into seeing how many of you guys will go for it again. No, obviously that was a, um, a video that I had done that I have not released on YouTube or anything else. Um, outlining exactly what I received, which was a contract. I'd be interested in hearing from you guys what you think about it and getting your insight. As always, guys, I appreciate you guys listening. This will not be the last podcast we do, and uh, we'll be pumping them out from this point on. All right, appreciate you guys, and of course, make sure you support the podcast. This is how we're able to make it. This is how I'm able to pay my employees and keep this stuff banging and rolling out. So, until the next podcast, guys, look forward to you. This is SG1 saying, as always, music is life. We out.